global family now I mean, everyone of us who have been connected to this platform over the past years, Lord, we thank you so much for the grace you have endowed upon us. We thank you for the benefit that we have received from you. We thank you for the manifestation of your glorious power. Thank God for the encounters that we began to experience. Since we have been praying this prayer, suddenly things have shifted. Things have shifted in the realm of the spiritual. And we bless the name of the Lord for this grace that he has given to us. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We exalt you and magnify thee. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Father, we give you praise. We exalt and magnify your name. We glorify your name. We thank you, our Lord and our God, because indeed all the world shall praise you. All the earth will praise you. We magnify your name, our King. For you are God and there is none other, there is none like you and there is none beside you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, mighty God. We give you glory, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you adoration, our Father and our God. For indeed there is none like you and there is none beside you. You are the same yesterday, today and forever, Lord, you remain the same. We give you glory, honor and adoration. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. And we thank God for what God has been doing among us. You know, if you watch out what God started with us this month, this is the month of remembrance. And we have been having double barrel prayer, beginning from the early morning of the first which is not yesterday, but day before yesterday. We started at 12 midnight, transiting from midnight of um, uh, the last day of, Feb, of, of November, November the 30th, into the 1st of January. So that we started this prayer, you know, for December, from the zero hour of, of, December, of, January, of uh, December. So from November into December. Now, you will recognize that God has been speaking about something. He started speaking in just about the weekend when he was talking to us more about the new year. Because I told you that during this month, we are going to be doing a recap and then we are going to be doing, looking at focus. That is recap of the year and what is God saying in the new year so that we can all be well placed. And many of you, all of you will not be confused. If you have anyone among us who, because of uh, people who fly about supposedly prophecy from God, but it's not really from the Lord, or people who write their ideas and their own personal focus, and, you know, without distincting that this is what I am saying, not God. And some Christians get deceived by them, so that you all can be clear. Because on this platform, we know that God talks to us and we know that he tells us things before they ever are brought into human thoughts and that is prophet prophet is not somebody who when occurrence are happening or there are signs towards an occurrence he begins to infer that is no prophet man can do that and of course christians can do that also because we have the spirit of god in us and if we get it right with the spirit it will be right but if we do not get it from the Spirit in us, we will get it wrong. 
I will say what people are saying. But there are a few things that God has been saying very distinctly that I want to bring, remind us today and tomorrow, that's what I focus on, and then we'll pray. In our prayer early this morning, God shifted and began to tell us to pray about divine encounter. That is what God started this morning. Divine encounter. And you remember those of you who were there, I said a statement that as you are going to bed today, you will have encounters of angels. Yes. I said you will have encounters of angels. And I said your encounter begins from your sleep. Many Christians, or let me say a number because I don't have statistics of that. That would be an assumption. But in reality, from, from my personal experience with Christians, there are a number of Christians who sleep and they have nightmares. A number of Christians get to bed, they can't sleep because they are afraid of what they will see in the night. Some even are up to that. I've ministered to Christians like that before. That does not mean they are not born again. They are born again. But what it means is that they are still uninformed. And information is good. But information or knowledge applied is the power. When you have an information or a knowledge and you apply, that's when you get results. And what God is saying is so clear. God said we should pray for divine encounter. Let me tell you my own experience today. I, I was to set my alarm to wake up at a particular time. Because after the, after the meeting, I went to study before going to bed. And I said to the Lord, I want to encounter, I want divine encounter too. In my past, years ago, when I started praying every hour of prayer, it came to a time whereby when it is the hour, an alarm will ring inside me. I didn't have, the, there was no digital clock in those days. We only have all these uh, clocks that you wind. You wind, a wristwatch, you wind, wind, wind. And wristwatch was a luxury too at the time. So, and then, I will hear the alarm in me, not like the alarm of clock, and then I will know it's hour of prayer and I start praying. I went to the place whereby, when the hour comes, and I'm sleeping, very deep sleep. Somebody will tap me on my knees and I wake up. And after some time, the Lord just left me because now I'm, I've, I've trained myself, used to it, and I keep on doing it. And I recognize that that's the reason why the Lord stopped waking me up. Because I got used to it. So why should He wake me up now? Because I'm waking up. Because I dis my, my body was disciplined to the place where when the time is on, I would just get up praying. So, but for a while, I didn't see such. And today, when it was time for me to wake up, now not for the prayer now, I said, let me rest a bit before my lecture. And then at the time, because it was brief sleep, at the time of the lecture, I was sound asleep. And I saw that the angel came and tapped my leg. And then he tapped my left hand. And I said, well, it's not our prayer. And I had the voice, it's time for your lecture. I just got up quick, quick and ran down to my laptop because it was just about 20 minutes to my lecture. <laughs> and that really excited me that so God is interested, so much interested. Apart from spiritual things, like we know that he's interested in all our normal life. But little will you know that God can tell you to go for lecture. <laughs> 
As those of you who go for business, that's how you can, that's how you can wake you up or prompt you that your business time is going to be time that you are engrossed in some other thing that enough of that. Go and get ready because your business time or your interview time or anything personal is just there. Is that not a great sense of humor? The Lord is great. He is incredible. I tell you, I said I was going to share this with you. And then we will talk a little bit more. Now, so what God led us to pray for at the beginning of this, this day, which will end up our prayer tonight, is prayer for divine encounter. Our first prayer is from the book of Amos chapter 3, verse 7. And then verse 8. And then we went to verse 13. And then we went to the book of Revelation, chapter 10, verse 1 to verse 4. And then we went to Ezekiel chapter 37, 1 to 4. And that was a big lesson for us. And then we went to 49 chapter of Isaiah, verse 10, which is joined with Psalm 32, verse 8. And then we went to Genesis chapter 8, verse 1. But today, before we go into praying these prayers, I want to take us through things that Holy Spirit was emphasizing, which I was happy when I heard you praying that you did not miss it. When I had you praying, all your prayers were geared towards it. And that is the book of Matthew 25. If you look at the book of Matthew 25, from verse 1 to verse 13, it talks about the virgin, the ten virgins. The five he called foolish, and the other five he called wise. But the story of the virgin the major thing that we need to recognize from it is, what is the theme? Why is Jesus saying this? Jesus said it at the last two verses. But he replied, verse 12, I tell you the truth. I don't, I don't know you. That's to the, to, he said that to, to the five. Therefore, no, let me read from verse 10. So that somebody who, who have not read it today. Our Bible story today is 25 and 26. Matthew. Let me read from verse 10. Okay, you know what? Let me read the whole story. <laughs> it says, at, at verse 1, Matthew 25, verse 1. At that time, the kingdom of heaven would be like, a, ten, like ten virgins who took their lambs and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. Verse 3. The foolish ones took their lambs but did not Take any oil with them. Can you imagine somebody who took a lamb and is full of oil, but he did not take reserve oil for assumption's sake. Verse 4, the wise, however, took oil in jars along with their lamb. They took reserves. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out. Here is the, the bridegroom. Come out. Come meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lambs. The foolish ones said to the wise one, to the wise, Give us some, oil, some of your oil. Or uh, some of your oil. Our lambs are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both of us, both us and you. Instead, 
Go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourself. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgin, the virgins who, who were ready went in with, with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Sir, sir, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth. I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know when the day or hour will come. Let me help us understand this. The whole of this lesson is talking about watchmen. That is, for Christians, you have to be watchful. You know, this story is a progression of chapter 24, which you all read. Jesus began by saying in verse 4, Do not let anyone deceive you. Don't be deceived. Now, and he went on talking about the signs of the end. And then he now went on talking about, I will read that to you, which what led to this. The last verses of that chapter 24 led to, to the parable. Because some Christians believe that once born again, forever saved. It's not so at all. Some Christians are in hell today. Because death caught them in activities that are ungodly. Because while they were on earth, they took God for granted. There are two things in this uh, uh, Matthew 24. This is one. And you can see here that the major difference between the five virgins who had a reserve oil and the other five virgins who didn't have reserve oil is this. The virgin who did not have the reserve oil, they, they just took God for granted. Oh no, it will just come. We will be there. But the ones who have reserve oil did not take God for granted. They had in their contemplation that God may delay his coming. And they also decided that what we are today, vibrant in God, fire for God, our fire must not run out. Our heart for God must not wane. Our thoughts about God must not decrease. It must not diminish. So that they continue in the fire, though it was prolonged. Into the time of visitation, they are the ones who saw him in glory. And that visitation could be rapture and it could be death. If death means a Christian in a position of five, well, you know, uh, uh, foolish virgins, it means heaven. It means heaven. And you know what Jesus said here to them is, I do not know you, though they were virgins. They were part of the church. Did Jesus not say many will come to me or some will come to me? Not many, but some will come to me the last day and say, we have, we read the dead through you. We cured the leper. We did miracles through you. And I say, I know you, I know you not. Regardless of the fact that it is the power of God that walked through them. And he said, you men of evil works. Whenever I read this scripture, I always look at the preceding scriptures, which is chapter 24, verse 45. What do you mean by watch? Look at chapter, 40, uh, chapter 24, verse 45. It says, when then, who then is the faithful servant and wise servant? And you can see that that, that is the progression, is the progression of that that goes to chapter 25, verse, the verses 1 to 13 you read. Jesus said, who is then the faithful and wise servant? And then he says, whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food at the proper time. He's talking now to ministers of the gospel or leaders in the church at any capacity. He says it will be good for that servant, singular, whose master find him doing so when he returns. 
I tell you the truth. He will put him in charge of all his possessions. So if you are called to God to serve in the temple of God, you, 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 you have been given privilege of a high honor in heaven when you die. Only if you are wise. Verse 48 says, But suppose that servant is wicked and say to himself, My master is staying away a long time. And he then begins to beat his fellow servants, the people they put him in charge, and to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect it. And at an hour he did not, is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This last verse helps us to know that Jesus is not only talking about ministers who are, who are ordained and in charge of churches, but they are categorically talking to, he's categorically talking to them. However, his conclusion in verse 51 now leveled it down that he's also talking to all Christians. What is the position of this minister that will be gnashing his teeth in hell? Ordained minister, apostle, prophet, bishop, pope, everyone, a reverend, whoever we are as ordained minister, we can end up in hell. This is what Jesus is saying. If we exploit people by virtue of our position rather than exalting them, if we don't feed them, give them right instruction, if we are afraid of some under us to the place we are by, we cannot correct them in godliness or instruct them in godliness. We are afraid to lose the sheep because if we tell them the truth, they will go. If you are a person like that, you are a hypocrite. That's what Jesus said. Every act of hypocrisy, you I mean, every one of us are educated and we know what hypocrisy is. Hypocrisy is pretense. Or ignoring the truth and just uh, being silent when you are supposed to defend the truth. That is hypocrisy. Oh, well, they didn't say good things, but when you were there, you didn't talk. Oh, I will not be particular of that. But when you were there, you kept silent. So, silence is admittance. That is hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Or you teach people not to do a particular thing, and that's what you are doing in the secret. That's hypocrisy. That is hypocrisy. And Jesus said, any Christian who is hypocrite is like the Pharisees. He will cut him to pieces. And assign him a place with the hypocrites. May, may none of us end up there. However, if you look at verse 44 before Jesus said speaking, he began to open up the main, uh, the main uh, reason why he's speaking this. That is, I will call that the cap, the capstone of what he's saying. So you must, so, so you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when no one expects him. Jesus will come at an hour when no one expects him. And that's the reason why he said in that verse 13, chapter 25, therefore, keep watch, because you do not know the hour, the day of the hour. Understand, the day of your death, you don't know. The hour of your death, you don't know. The day Jesus will come, will, uh, rapture will happen, you don't know. The day that, you know, uh, um, the hour that we will rapture from the earth, you do not know. However, the second scripture is about the second part that he wants us to be aware of. And it talks about talents. It talks about talent. Don't worry about the numerics. Alright, to one he gave five talents, to, to another one he gave two, to another one he gave one. But you see, because of the fact that he says that to another one he gave one, 
It means that every Christian have at least one gift. That's what is important in the, in the talent is. Every Christian have at least one gift. You remember the book of Second Corinthians chapter um, uh, chapter twelve, verse seven. It says so. Each one the manifestation of the spirit as uh, sorry Ephesians chapter four verse verse seven. To each one the manifestation of the spirit has been given as Christ apportioned it. And then First Corinthians chapter chapter. Uh, 12 verse 4. It says there are different kinds of gifts but the same spirit. And then in verse 7 it says now to each one the manifestation of the spirit has been given for the common good of others. So if we look at these scriptures therefore we discover that each one is each one. Everybody is given a gift. However Jesus said that those who have one gift are the ones who don't use it. They say they don't have anything. People who have many gifts, you see them manifesting the gift, manifesting the gift. Those who have two, they manifest again. They want to increase in it. They want to increase in it. But there are Christians who just fold their hands in church and say that. I don't think I have any gift. Come on now, let me tell you, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. Another story, uh, significant in this story is that you and I must report back to God on the gift is given to us. You know, I think I remember that I told you I was going to teach you about God's gifts and the gifts of the Spirit. They are two different things. There are people who are God's gifted. They are God gifted. Such kind of gifts, you will find it in those who are not even Christians. Like intelligence, quotients. Not everybody has it. Common sense is not common. Unless the one God has given. You can meet people who are not educated and they have more common sense than a professor. Are you together that? So, you have God's gift that God has given to some people. Some people have the gift to be needs. Some people have the gift of coloring. They can mix colors together and it will be perfect. You know, they are finicky. Others have to learn it. Some have the gifts of peacemaking. They are very peaceful people. You know, though they are not born again. But when people have this person, so they are the ones who, who forge peace. They have no reason to quarrel with people and to be, you know, to, to keep malice and so they don't do those things. It's grace from God. Whereas there are some Christians that the malice of 1930, if you if you wake them up from their grave and ask them in 2020, they will tell you the date and time that that thing happened to them. That person did whatever he did to them. That's how terrible it is. <laughs> it's God's gift. Some people have this gift of attracting people to themselves. People will be attracted attracted to them. They will be leading in everywhere they go. You see kids as they grow, when they get to any class, they are always the one leading. It's a gift from God. Whereas others are followers. Whereas others just keep quiet and look. So you have God's gift, which you can see in unbelievers. But that is different from the nine gifts of the Spirit, which you cannot see. Even vision is God's gift, because it's not part of the nine gifts of the Spirit. There are people who are not born again, and God shows vision to them. Okay? They are not born again. One of them was reading the Bible, Cornelius. He wasn't a child of God. and He was a God seeker. <clears throat> but what you find out with the people that God gives vision to, who are not born again, they are pure in heart. We'll be looking at um, the Beatitudes this Sunday. They are pure in heart. There are people who are pure in heart. You know? However, what I'm saying to you by saying that is this. If God gave you energy, whether skill, whether intellect, whether career, whether profession, all right, whether money, 
wealth, whether comfort or whether spiritual gift. If you don't use it, when you and I see Jesus, we will give account. It will be terrible for anybody who didn't use his own. And especially some people who look at the gift of others and they convert them, but they have not looked at what, what is my own gift, by the way. What is my own gift? What grace has God given me? God will never create a man without a grace. He will never. Especially when we get saved. He will give gifts to you. Apart from God's gift, He will give you the spiritual gift. If you look at the book of Romans chapter 12 very quickly, because our time is there. It says, verse 6, Romans 12, 6. We have different kinds of gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesied, let him use it in proportion of his faith. Use it first. But it must be in proportion of faith. From here we recognize that the, he's talking about spiritual gifts here. In the, for prophetic, the more your faith increases, the more you increase in prophetic. That is just the key to prophetic. Because prophetic needs a man who has faith in God who is speaking so that you will not, God will tell you something that looks as if, is it, is, is it real? You go, you, if, you are not, if you don't have faith, you can't say it. But if you have faith, you will have said it before you even think about it. And because you have said it, you will live to see it happen. Gift of prophecy should be according to the proportion of faith. Anybody who wants to de de develop a prophecy, read Bible, study Bible so much and pray. Bible and prayer, that is the field for, for prophetic. I can tell you, it will take you to the place of a seer. And that's guaranteed. It is the key to a word of knowledge too. You know, I have encounter with God concerning this, that God took me to heaven and showed me upon the earth. That the gift of word of knowledge can, is, is, is provoked by being studious. Not reading Bible, but studying the word of God. And he, Jesus told me by his, himself when he took me to heaven, one of my encounters. So he's, he's faithful and trustworthy. Now, number two, if it is serving, can you see this? Let him serve. So there are people that, this is not gift of, of the Holy Spirit, it is the gift of God. Some people... If you will find everyone not Christian, they serve. They serve humanity. They can go extra mile to serve people. They can leave everything that they have just to serve people. If they receive anything, they want to give it out to somebody. They want to serve with it. Any gift they have. And of course, you have them in church too. But let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. You know, teaching knowledge is not... Only by the, by the gift of the Spirit, there are people who are not Christian. And they have the teaching knowledge. If you have ten teachers in, in, the, in, the, in the school of teaching, and they all graduate, all of them cannot teach the same subject equally. There are some teachers that will come to the, to the classroom. Students will be praying for them to quickly stop and go. Whereas there are some teachers who will come, the same topic, because of the way they express themselves, because they have the teaching grace. The other one read to become teacher. But the one who has the teaching grace, either is Christian or not Christian, you will see them. Students love them. They can teach you through anything that you are familiar with. What others teach you and you cannot understand when they teach you, clear. You get it clear. I would together now. So, but then, if you are given teaching knowledge, you have to use it. 
If it is encouraging, let them encourage. You see, he's talking about grace of God. There are people who are not Christian, but they are great encouragers. If you go to them for any problem, they will first say that, don't worry, don't worry, that's all right, that's all right, that's all right. They don't have solutions, but they are not moved by situation. They believe there must be a solution somewhere. And you have it too among God's people. But he says, let them encourage. So you can't say you don't have anything. At least you can encourage. At least you can serve. And then he says, if it is contributing to the needs of others, let them give generously. What all of us can do, you don't need any, any special ability for this. All of us can give to the poor. We can contribute to people in our churches who are less. We can know people who have problems and, and give something. It doesn't have to be a huge thing you give. What you are able, you give. If you can give what you give. All of us can serve. Everybody can serve. Hey, you know something dropped in my spirit now. <laughs> Let me release it. You know, to serve is the key to rule. Eh? You know what? Let me tell you this. Husbands should serve their wives and wives should serve their husbands. That's what I just had. I said it's a bombshell. <laughs> you are a husband. You want to rule over your husband, your wife. He serve. When you serve the woman, anything you tell her, she will give. Same thing, you are a wife, you want to rule over your husband. Serve him. Anything you say to the man, he will give you. If you can serve, the gift of service is so good. If you don't have it, get it. <laughs> are you together with me now? You know. I remember when I was in, uh, many years ago, I was in uh, the University of Vinland, of being at Marine Sciences. And there's one of our lecturers, his name is Brown, because he's, not, he's dead now. He, Mr. Brown, all students are telling us when we first arrived, the first person they told us, Mr. Brown is a very tough man, you know, he doesn't take easy with students, and blah, blah, blah. They talk, how terrible the man is. But you know something? I know that you can conquer a man if you respect him. And if you serve him, get close to him and serve him. <laughs> Provide his needs. He'll be your best friend. And the first day I met the man, I said, good morning, Mr. Brown. He stopped. He said, excuse me, please. What is good about the morning? What's good about the morning? I said, I'm sorry. He said, what, sorry for what? <laughs> so in my heart, I said, you are what they said you are. But I will conquer this one. The following day I saw him, I said, good morning, Mr. Brown. He said, did I not tell you? Don't tell me. Don't, don't tell me, good morning, just pass. I said, yes, sir. He said, don't sell me. <laughs> I said, sir, in Africa, those who are our lecturers, we, say, we call them sir. He said, this is England, okay? I said, yes, sir. He just walked away from me with frowning face. And then he continued to meet me on the way. And I continued to say, good morning, sir. To him, after some time, he kept quiet. He, when he passed me, he would start laughing. <laughs> and after a while, Mr. Brown called me. You know, I'll be available to him once I go to his office and ask him, is there anything I can do, you know, help do? I said, I will give us assignment and he needs to reach students and stuff. I will go there, I will help him. He called me and said, Alfred, he said, do you know that you broke the ice? He said, because I don't relate with, with students. And every student, I had what they said about me. And say, he said to me, when we go to the... He invited me to come to pub. I said, I don't drink. 
Then he gave, he said, will you take a stick of sugar? I said, I don't smoke. He said, then what do you do? How do you enjoy your life? I said, I'm a Christian. I get drunk, not with this kind of uh, <laughs> drink. So he stopped me and I said, let me know. I want to know more about you. And I told him about the Lord. I told him about myself. He said, let me tell you, from today we are friends. When we went to do practical in Cambria, he just called me. He said, I know you don't have money. And he gave me money. It was in his subject, you know, in the unity, that he said nobody's course over 75 in his subject. And I came to church. Pastor Sidney was there then. Pastor Adesai was there. I said, let us agree that I will destroy this man's subject. It was mathematics. Uh, Judas uh, uh, Judas 4, which is pure mathematics. And I got, I think, 80 or so in that subject. I became best friend of him. Why? Because of serving. A wicked man that they portray. You can cook iron through service and it will melt. So we all have this. He says that in give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing, showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. So we can all show mercy because we too will demand mercy from somebody. If we are not all leaders, there are born leaders, there are made leaders. You can be made leader by listening to teaching, applying it too. Of course, contributing to the need of others. We cannot contribute. This is Christmas coming. Do you think about people who don't have money to do Christmas? I've told all of you that you should all think about giving something to a family. And I tell you something, in your offering, offering uh, uh, information, some, some people have called me that they want to give to us, you know, uh, helping the poor. So that we can at least, normally there is, a, there is a, an old people's home near us in Woolwich that we used to go every December to go and give them, uh, to do a, a Christmas party for them and we give them gifts and stuff. There are other people in the church who probably by this, at this time, they are not able to, to you know, uh, afford the luxury. And in our neighborhood, and I've said you should give. Now, the person asked me, which account is, uh, do we give that? Give it to the account that is shown on the internet. Okay, that is when we are, when we are t- taking an uh, uh, offering, we put in a, a, a coordinate. That coordinate, when you give to it, just right there for benevolent. Okay, offering for, you know, benevolent. Don't say poor offering, nobody is poor. But benevolent, people can have need. If you don't know how to spell benevolent, just say that, um, um, what do you call it now? Oh, Christmas gift. That is good. Yes. So that we can give this and extend to the to those who are poorer than you. Everybody can do that. Everybody can encourage somebody. When people have complications, instead of you saying, ah, you destroy your life. By your own hand, you finish yourself. You can keep that comment, even if it is so. And tell the person for that, no problem. No problem. It can be resolved. So that the person can calm down first. So when the person calms down, how do we resolve it? That is when you can tell the person that, look, tell me what happened. It tells you what happened. And you can say, okay, you did this. Did you see that this you did is what caused this? And this you did is what caused this? So that the person will learn not to discourage the person and say, ah, who will deliver you from this one now? There is a God in heaven who wants us to encourage people. So, but what happened to those who do not encourage others? Jesus said it. And we're going to pray after this. In that Matthew chapter 25. It says in verse 26, his master replied, you wicked lazy servant. That will not be the reply of Jesus to you and I. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown 
and gather where I have not scattered. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I return, I will have received it back with interest. And then it says, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has the talent, ten talent. For everyone who has, will be given more. And that is saying that once you have invested what you have, you will have more. And he who, uh, and he will have abundance. Whoever does not have, even that which he has will be taken. All right, need mindedness, lack mentality, we end up in poverty. And throw that worthless servant outside, where there is into darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, this is the message from the Lord. Now, you and I recognize, therefore, that Jesus Christ wants us to be watchful. And he wants us to look at where can we help? What can I contribute to humanity? I want to see some of you who are listening to me to have a view that you should enter into the United Nations. Especially those of you who are in America who can go and serve in different countries or if you did the public health, you can go and serve in different countries. Those of you who are lawyers can go into the United Nations and you can serve. They have various organisms. Those of you in finance, you can go to OECDC and go and serve. You can even serve too. They have various areas in the United Nations that help people in, in advanced finance, economics. You go, I want to go beyond the region of our country, your country. Begin to, to think. Be, 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 be nations-minded. With the mind that you want to serve humanity. Doctors without border. Why can't doctors in, in I mean among us join doctors without border and just go? Go for a period and help them. You those who are in law, just do pro bono. Set up where you can do pro bono. And then if there's no set your own up, and then all of you get together and begin to help those who have no power to fight their cases without charging them. That is contributing your professional uh, 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 knowledge to helping others. What about mentoring the young ones in the area of careers? You can do that. You can do that. I want to see you think beyond your limits, beyond your boundary, that you will not die until you have been a blessing to people that you don't know. People who through your benevolence is when they will know God. Who will say, why are you doing this to me? And you say that, yeah, because I'm a Christian. Jesus told us to do that. Look, look at it in the book of Matthew. That's what I'm doing it for you, to you. Rejoice. Get involved with your counsel. Get involved with activities going on in your borough. Get involved into school governorship. Look for somewhere you can serve in the fire brigade, in the, in the military, army, in the police. You don't have to wear uniform to serve in all those places. Go and serve in inland revenue. There are various uh, you know, groups that are set up to advise them. Get involved with it. Anywhere you can use your gifts. Break out of your shell and go out. This new year that is the year of light, let your light shine. Go into dark place and shine. That's what I'm telling you. Begin to prepare your CV now. And begin to look out for any area where you can serve voluntarily. You are not going to earn from it. It is a voluntary service to community, to, to humanity, to the parliament, to the house of lords. Anywhere, apply there. Look for you know, issues that you can just serve. Because you are a child of God. The Bible says your life will shine in darkness. If you begin to stretch out your, yourself now, you will discover that you will be employed in, not employed, taken in all those places 
Many of you are even overqualified. And they are looking for people who will do the job. And the King of Heaven will bless us as we do those things. In Jesus' name. Now we are going to pray. This is the prayer I want us to pray. From number 1, Isaiah chapter 3, verse 7, 8, and 13. It says in chapter 3, verse 7, Surely the Lord, sovereign Lord, does nothing without revealing His plans to His servant, the prophets. So you want to ask God, reveal your plans to my life for the new year. How do you want me to go? Apostle just spoke now. Why can't I be in the United Nations? Why can't I be in the OEDC? Why can't I be in uh, <coughs> uh, NATO? Helping them in European Union. Doesn't matter that Britain has left European Union. That's why they need we British to come and join them. So that uh, we can also help them there. And then we can be a help to our country in the future too. Because no matter how much we are, we are leaving European Union, but we are still, some of the laws of European Union are still operating over us. Even after we have left. Many of you may not know that, but that's the truth. That is what it is. Academically. And so you can get involved in all those places. Tell the Lord, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Reveal my life to me. Reveal my future to me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, say the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plans to his servant, the prophet. Beginning from also God, as we are going into the new year, the year of light. Father, open our eyes to see your plans for our lives. Tell the Lord, open my eyes to see your plans for me. But your plans for my wife or your husband, if you have a husband. Your plans for my children, if you do have. Your plans for my grandchildren, if you do have some. Now tell the Lord, open my eyes. I want to see your plans for my marriage. Your plans for my church. Your plans for my city. Your plans for my nation. Your plans for my borough. So that I can know my path to play. Open my eyes, O oh God. He says the sovereign Lord does nothing. What is your plan, O oh God? What is your intention about us, about your church on earth? Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. About my business. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes, Lord. What is your plan, O oh God? Help me to access what you desire for my life. You said the Lord Almighty has sworn. Surely as I plan, it shall be. Isaiah chapter 14, 24. Lord, then what is your plan? Father, what is your plan? Lord, what is your plan? Lord, what is your plan? Carry me by the wing of your spirit and reveal your plans to me. Reveal your plans to me, O God. Open my eyes to see. In the morning, in the afternoon, in the night, in the day, in the midnight, help me to see, Lord. Give me eyes to see, Lord. I want to read your plans for me. Open my eyes, Zarama, Yirama, Sirabaya, Pray with your heart. I don't want to enter New Year ignorant again. I want to enter from this new year that every December I will be hearing you. I will see your plans for my life. He says, he, he reveals his plan. The Lord has roared. Who will not but fear? The sovereign Lord has spoken. Who cannot but prophesy? Tell the Lord, anoint my lips with prophetic. Anoint my lips with your prophetic, O oh God. Anoint my lips to speak forth about me. Lord, I have been speaking to people. It's my time now to speak to me. Karabayatabai. Use my prophetic for my family. Use my prophetic for my church members. Use my prophetic for my extended relations. My Lord and my God, make me a source that will hear you and declare it over my government, over my nation, over my city. Oh Lord, oh Lord, the Lion has ruled. Who will not but speak? Let me speak, Lord. Put your words in my lips. Put your words in my lips. As you open my eyes to see revelations, Put your words in my mouth, O God. Keep on praying and pray. Pray, pray, pray. Sight to see words in your mouth. 
Verse 13 says, He who forms the mountain creates the wind and reveals his thought to man. Tell the Lord, reveal your thought to me. Jeremiah chapter, chapter uh, 29 verse 11, he says, I know my thought to what you says the Lord. Tell the Lord, what is your thought? In Isaiah chapter 55 verse 7, he says, my thought towards you. What is your thought for me, Lord? What are your thoughts for me? First Corinthians chapter, chapter 2 verse 9, he says, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Yea, he said, but God has revealed it to us by his Holy Spirit. He said, for the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. That is the thoughts of God. How do you think about me, Lord? What do you think about me, Lord? Father, let me know. Let me know. Give me your thought. Give me your thought. Reveal your thought to me. Reveal your thought. If you are about to take a major decision in your life now, tell the Lord, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about the decision? What are your thoughts, O God? What are your thoughts about my parliament? What are your thoughts about my government? My current government? Father, open my eyes. Let me see. What are your thoughts, O oh God? Open my understanding. Your thoughts over the government that will come after this. Repair my scapade. Give me your thoughts, O oh God. Lord, give me your thoughts, O oh God. You who created the wind, you who created the mountains, you who turned darkness into light, you are the one who tread on high. Oh Lord, my King, you are the God of all the earth, the creator of the universe. You are God Almighty. That is your name. That is your name. Lord, what is your thought? The Bible says. I Amos said, you reveal your thoughts to man. Reveal your thoughts to me in my career so that I can implement it. Tell God, reveal your thoughts to me about my business so that I can implement it. Reveal your thoughts. We need more innovation. As we enter the new year, a lot is happening now that needs a new way, approach to life, approach to businesses, approach to academics, approach to career. Tell the Lord, it's my time to know. Open my understanding. Open my understanding. Give me insight. That your name may be glorified, O God. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Revelation chapter 10, 1 to 4. It says, Then I saw, I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. So, so, you must see. You must see. If you can see physically, you can also see spiritually. There are more exciting things to see in the spirit. You will, you will hate horror things. When you are able to see in the spirit. You will hate them so much. Because you can see the demons behind them. Open my eyes to see. He opened the eyes of, of John. And he says he, he, he was robed in a cloud. That, that angel. With a loud, with a rainbow above his head. His face was like shining sun. And his legs were like burnished pillars. Fairy pillars. He was holding a scroll. Which lay open in his hand. He planted his left, right foot on the sea, left foot on the land. And he gave a loud shout like a roaring lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. Thunder speaks. They don't just run. When you hear thunder go, they are saying something. They are saying something. In verse 4 it says, and when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write, but I had the voice from heaven say, seal up what the seven thunders have spoken. And do not write it down. So you want to pray, Lord, open my eyes to see visions of heaven to the realm of the spirit. And occasion me to discuss, because he was discussing with the being that he saw. 
He was he had thunder and he understood. Tell the Lord, give me discernment to be able to understand nature, science, what you have what, when when nature when you speak through nature, let me hear what you are, what they are saying. When you speak through birds, let me hear what they are saying. It is the grace of the Spirit of God. Lift up your voice, begin to pray now. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, we ask you that as John saw, he was taken to heaven. Take me, O God, to the realm of the Spirit. That is your prayer. Take me, O God, across the veil that 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 enshrines human beings. Take me, Lord, beyond the veil into the realm of the Spirit, that I may see, that I may hear, I may understand symbols of God. I may know when you are speaking through nature. I will hear their language. Lord, open my eyes. Give me the encounter. Divine encounter. Divine encounter. Let me mix with your cherubs, O God. Let me mix with your, your seraphs, O God. Let me mix, O God, with your holy angels. Father, give me an encounter of heaven. Give me an encounter of heaven. I want an encounter. I want my dreams to change. I want my life to change. Lord, as I'm working, let me get into an encounter. Parayamasa Karabadia. Oh Lord, this is exciting. Exciting experience. Let me experience John's experience. Oh Lord, that I may hear the voice of thunder and understand what they are saying. Oh Lord, my King. Enable me, oh Father. Lord, that your name be glorified. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. The last prayer we are going to pray for this session because we are meeting again. Tonight, as we start the third day of our vision. And that will lead us into the third day of the victory night. With God, all things are possible. So we're going to pray this prayer. Ezekiel 37. <laughs> verse 1 to verse 4. He says, the hand of the Lord was upon me. You know, I promise you I'm going to teach you about that prophetic praying. And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord. And set me in the middle of the dry bones. Now understand, the first procedure was hand of Lord came upon man. And then he took him out of his body. Took him out of his body. His carcass was there. But he took him on the journey. And when he took him on the journey, he recognized it was the Holy Spirit of God that was in charge. Okay? Then he sat him in the middle of the dry bone, of the body. It was full of dry bones. Then he said, he led me back and forth among them. I, was a, it was, I saw a great, a great many bones in the floor of the valley. Bones that were very dry. That is God taking you to the source of your problem. Or you are praying for your children that have a particular issue, and God taking you to the very source where the problem is. Or you are praying for a nation, and God takes you to the very, very source spiritually where the issue is, to deal with the roots. To deal with the root until you are able to enter spiritually <clears throat> into the source of what the devil has done and undo it. You still see you struggle with the manifestation. Your own encounter will begin from tonight. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Lord will carry you by the Spirit. Amen. And He will empower you to dismantle. And what did God say to him? He asked me, son of man, can these bones live? Your hope will be realized, I say. Amen. God will restore lost hope in this very way. I said, oh, sovereign Lord, you know. And then God said, but you also know. Son of man, prophesy to these bones and say to them, 
dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Now lift up your voice, I'm going to pray, Lord. Let your hand come upon me, O God. 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 As it was upon Ezekiel, let your hand come upon me. Carry me by your Holy Spirit. Carry me by your Holy Spirit into the realm of your spirit, Lord. Tell the Lord, carry me by your Holy Spirit into the realm of the Spirit, Lord. Lead me by your Holy Spirit and open my eyes. Lead me by your Holy Spirit and open my eyes. Speak to me, O Lord, to let me hear your voice. Speak to me, O Lord, and let me hear your voice. Tell the Lord, anoint my lips with your prophetic. Anoint my lips with your prophetic. Take me to the source of issues that surround my life. Take me to the very place where my dry bones are. Enable me with unction to speak to my dry bones. They shall come to life. Encounter of the Holy Ghost. Encounter of the Holy Ghost. Now you begin to prophesy. I speak to my dry bone, receive light. I speak to my dry bone, let tendon come over it. Everything the devil has done against me, I undo them. I decree, I decree, I decree, I decree, I decree, I decree, I decree. Overturn, Master Cabro Diba, in the name of Jesus. Whatever the devil has done against your family, begin to overturn them. In the name of Jesus, whatever he has done against your health, begin to overthrow them. In the name of Jesus, decree a decree. If anything is not going right in your life, rebuke it now. It has to go right in the name of the Lord of hosts. It has to go right in the name of the Lord of hosts. Oh Lord, we pray thee. Oh Lord, we pray thee. Oh Lord, we pray thee. I command life from heaven to every deadness. I command life from heaven to every wretch. Restoration to every life. Glory of heaven to descend upon everyone. Mercy from God to rest upon everyone. I said favor of God to rest upon you. Glory of God to rest upon you. Mercy of God to rest upon you. Unction of heaven to rest upon you. Fire of God. Chains be broken in the name of Jesus. Fetters be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Yoke be destroyed by the blood of Jesus Christ. By the reason of the anointing of God. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Shift in the name of the Lord. From where you are to where you ought to be. It is written, the Lord said to my Lord, Sit down at my right hand. I will make all your enemies the full soul of your feet. I drag down your enemies under your feet. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may prune the brakapa. Problem solved. Problem solved. Problem solved. Leukemia be healed. They call it a, they call it a sickle cell. Isn't it? It is not sickle anymore. It has become normal cell from today. Never shall you ache in your body again. Never shall your joint ache you anymore. They call it sinusis. Now, it dries up from your nose. Yeah, you are, you, are, you are blind, yes. Receive your sight right now. 
Atamba Leto. Never again will man carry you and take you where you go. Light shine upon your eyes. Whether it's glaucoma, rainbow star park already. You are made whole in the name of Jesus. You are made whole in the name of Jesus. Your body is healed in the name of Jesus. Your blood is healed in the name of Jesus. Your bones are healed. Shabo Rimakaborodo Syria. The glory of heaven descends right where you are now. Sombraka, the wind of God flow in your room like wave of fire. Kaya Masa, destroy every power of Satan and lose it, lose it, free, free, setting free the captives. Yeah, your captors are bound and cast back to hell where they came from. Nepraye Masanta. We are going to the year of life. In peace and victory, you will go through this month. In peace and victory, everything the devil has done, the blood of Jesus will do them. The glory of God come upon you. You will not be fed up. You will not grow faint. You will not be weary. So will it be. And so it is for you. Thank you, Father God. You have done it again. We have blessed you for with God. Nothing shall be impossible. We bless you, Lord. Bring out your requests and strike them before the Lord. This is the second day. If anybody among you, you have somebody or a, a, a few uh, elements are conspiring against you in your office, God has torn their government from their hands. I see the kingpin of them taking away from the office. And I see the rest coming to tell you that they are so sorry. Your right shall be given to you. Father, we bless you. Now begin to thank God for answering prayer over your request. Give God the praise that he has answered. Today is the second day. In Jesus' holy name. My God and King, I thank you for you have answered us. I thank you for your covenant with us. As you said, the angel said, rather of you, to Elizabeth, in Luke chapter 1, verse 37, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. I thank you for the healing of tonight. I thank you for breaking chains tonight. I thank you for removing hindrances before people tonight. I thank you for taking mountains out of the will of people. For making a way for people where there is no way. For bringing forth for them water in the desert place. Highway for them in the sand hillers desert place. For cutting short the time of struggle. And bringing forth the morning of success and joy. As they will wake up tomorrow. Thank you for the testimonies of this very month. And thank you for the honor and privilege you have given to us to be able to pray at this time. If it's not you who have invited us, we would never have it in our contemplation. My God and King, because this request, these people are holding in their hand. Number one, it's according to their imagination. And the Bible says you are, about, you are able to do exceedingly far above what we can imagine or ask. So Lord, 
take this request from our hands and beyond our imagination and our limitation of expression, we thank you for your manifestations. You will do this in your own way, transcending the ways of man. You will do this by your own power, transcending the power of man. And Lord, where we shall gather the game, that shall be testimony. Sustain your people, O God, empower and encourage them. May their faith increase in you, David. May their love for you deepen, David. May the enemy not able to hinder anyone from this daily prayer. May you help people to be well planned and programmed so that they will have this time for you. It is like going to university where we all went back to school. We had time for our lectures. Lord, give us a more zeal for you than we look for money, than we look for success. Help us to put in your place that you can, you can depend on us on earth. Thank you, Father God. Yes, Lord, I will. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Let me speak the blessings of God upon you. Those of you who are who have your, your birthday this this month, this day, and those who are wedding, stretch your hand before the Lord. Father, Lord, thank you for these people who have their birthdays today. Lord, we pray for long life for them and prosperity. Lord, as you have written concerning their lives, we ask that you will do them. That, Lord, you will empower them to fulfill their days. We pray that whatever be their greatest desire for this their birthday, by God and King, that you will step into their situation. According to your heart and power, you will bless them. Give them provision to fulfill destiny. By God and King, we pray also for those who are in their wedding and the basket. That everything they need to enjoy their family life, that heaven will let down upon them. My God and my King, you will open floodgates for them. You will bless them, Lord. You will empower them and encourage them. Father, sound of rejoicing will not cease in the camp of Christ with them. I pray for everyone under my voice today. I bring them under my, the covenant you made with me. Regardless of whichever church they are attending, everyone connected to this prayer tonight. Lord Jesus, when you appear to me, you make covenant with me. Bring them on thy Father. I'll fulfill this covenant with them. Father, I remember the day you appeared to me and you took me from the ground to the clouds, to yours, to your face. And you said, I have lifted you up above all your enemies and nothing of theirs can touch you. With your mouth you said it. Father, let it be so with everybody that you will lift them up above all their enemies and the powers of their enemies will never be able to touch them. This we ask. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you because you have done it. And I say to you, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. In the name of the God of Jacob, protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept all your bond offerings. May he give you all the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Bethel, 
and revealed himself with his holy angels in better. May he drop down the ladder of Jacob, and may he ascend and descend in your house. May his presence never leave your place of abode. May the Lord God of better, who made covenant with Abraham, <clears throat> and fulfill it in Isaac, uh, uh, compared with Isaac and fulfill it in Jacob, may he fulfill his covenant with you, with your children, and with your generations to come. For he says, my spirit upon you and my word in your mouth will never depart from your children yes. and your descendants. Yes. So it shall be your portion. Amen. And all your requests this year shall be granted. Amen. In the name of the Father Amen. and the Son Amen. and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. I see a brilliant day coming ahead of you. Amen. I see celebrations amen. all over the camp. Amen. Great news that are mind-blowing. Some of them are so great that you, you will be aghast. You cannot speak when these things happen to you. The Lord has risen in His power to see to the, to the fact that His children shall be justified. God bless you. and see you tonight. Well, may the Lord bless you all and may He strengthen you. Those of you who are watching us on the... Um, uh, YouTube, can you please remember to click thumb up? Thank you for doing that. God bless.